You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here we go. Welcome in. It is episode number 14 of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Goodyear, Arizona and Guardian Spring Training. Recapping yesterday's Monday's 5-5 tie against Texas. Coming up in just a bit in our show, graduation season not that far away for a lot of high schoolers and college kids back home in Northeast Ohio. They had a high school graduation here last Friday, and uh, we'll recap that for you. Some great things going on on the education front for some of the youngest minor leaguers and also a big leaguer and some coaches who earned their high school diplomas as part of the continuing education program that the Guardians put together for many of their players. But first, a look back at at yesterday's game, a 5-5 tie, and the highlights. Certainly, Hunter Gaddis making his case to be a part of the bullpen when the season begins. He started the game yesterday, pitched three and two-thirds innings, allowed one run, six strikeouts, no walks, and really looked good yesterday. Facing the A lineup for Texas, the Rangers had most of their regulars in there and uh, in what could very well be an opening day lineup for Texas. So a real strong lineup faced by Gaddis, and he did not blink. He threw extremely well yesterday. Offensively, Josh Naylor with three more hits, including a home run, and that gives him nine runs batted in on the spring to lead the ball club. Will Brennan with an RBI base hit, Gabriel Arias with an RBI base hit. Arias now hitting 350 on the spring as uh, both of those young men trying to make that opening day roster for the first time in their careers. Brennan got some good news from Terry Francona, as Tito mentioned in his morning meeting with the media, that they have told him, hey, you can relax. You'll be a part of this thing at the start of the season. So some good news for him, and, and you get the feeling that's coming for Arias as well as we get deeper into this final full week of spring training. As again, it, it's winding down. We'll have radio coverage of today's game against the Dodgers Tuesday afternoon, a 4.05 first pitch right here in Goodyear. Ham, you'll have that for you along with myself again at 4.05 for the first pitch on the full radio network. Now, I mentioned at the top uh, some great things going on educationally for the youngest players in the system. In many cases, those who are signed as 16-year-olds in Latin America, again, they don't have to go through the draft, and they can be signed at that very young age. And what that means is, in a lot of cases, they don't have the opportunity to complete their high school education in Latin America, in the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, uh, countries like that. So as part of the Dominican complex, education is a big key, and Anna Bolton is uh, an assistant in terms of player development, focusing on education. She used to be the translator at the major league level, but has moved into that area, and she was down in the Dominican Republic several years ago putting together this program, and if, if you saw the looks on the faces of the young men who earned their diplomas and were recognized. 31 earned their high school diplomas and uh, had that celebration here on Friday. 
uh, you'd understand what it meant to them. It really was a special day. We had a chance to visit with Anna Bolton and talk about it, not only what happened here Friday, but also what were the programs that were put in place to get to that point. And she said it all culminated in a very special day. The graduation is always my favorite day of the whole year. Um, it's sometimes it's the most nervous that you see these guys you know they'll get in a batter's box without many nerves or they'll face you know home run hitters as pitchers without any nerves but they were kind of antsy and anxious at the beginning um and it was excited it was fun for me it's always fun for me to see the nerves trans- transition into excitement and um pride when they see how happy their teammates and coaches and staff are for them and for their achievement. Um, so it's just always just really, really special to be able to share that day with the players. And just for background for fans, uh, they may see Augie Rivero a lot now. You were Augie before Augie. Um, and you transitioned uh, to the education part, which is so much a part of your background growing up. Uh, when you had this idea to make this happen. I mean, it goes back a ways, but it kind of coincided with the start of a great complex in the Dominican Republic for the Guardians. How did you get it going? What, what are the first steps to make this happen and make it a really good comprehensive program for these kids? Oh, that's a great question, Rosie. Um, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. We so we started off by finding a high school partner in the Dominican Republic um, to work, to collaborate with, to provide these players with a pathway to graduation. Um, but what was really essential in making this program successful was the support that we got from from the Guardians, from the entire organization. That beautiful complex that we've built in the Dominican Republic is, um, we have four classrooms in there with a lot of technology um, that we can use for their online classes. And I had full support in hiring a teaching staff that could support the students in their learning, not just in the Dominican Republic, but also they're working with the students remotely when they're at the affiliates, when they're in Arizona. Um, So it was a lot of work, a lot of collaboration from not just leadership, but also especially like on the ground with the Dominican staff as well, just getting things going and getting things executed and giving us the space and the resources that we need to basically run a school. We have we have up to 30 players enrolled in classes at, at a time sometimes. And just to so fans know how far they have to go, they're signed at 16. How much schooling do they have left to complete their degree work? Yeah, so a lot of them just have two years left. Like It's pretty common that they'll get through, through their sophomore year and they'll just have junior and senior year left. Um, but it's also there's also a good number who have had to leave school earlier than that. A lot of them train in um, facilities with trainers away from their hometown, and so they stop going to school sometimes as early as 12. Um, so it's we have some students enroll in eighth grade, and. It's an accelerated program, so once they enroll in eighth grade, they can finish it in three years. Um, So it's anywhere between one and three years that they have to finish. When you look at at someone like a John Kenzie Noel, we just heard from him, and and he said it was a factor in signing with Cleveland because he knew about that program. Are you seeing that? And maybe you're not the right person to ask, but can that be a factor for a young man when they decide which team to sign with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
one of the international scouting department has been huge in supporting us and advocating for our work. Um, a lot of what they're doing when they're talking to, I mean, they're talking to young men at and their families at 14 and 15 years old. And one of the selling points that they use is that is showing them our education program because sometimes when many, oftentimes the player is very interested in finishing his education, but more often it's the parent that's really um that's really excited about their player being able to finish their education. So they, we start pitching that to them, you know, at a, as soon as we can when when we're when we're looking to um, to get commitments from young signees. So along those lines, fast forwarding to yesterday, uh, timing and distance made it hard for mom and dads to be here. But you had access to the Zoom which was going back to the DR, uh, what did you see there and, and what were some of the reactions? It was really exciting. We had, so we had 32 graduates and we could see on the Zoom that's about 60-something people joined the Zoom and a lot of the players confirmed that their families were watching. Um, and I got confirmation from a couple of the families that they were, uh, uh, videos of them watching their TV screen with the Zoom on it and sitting at home and cheering and celebrating for their graduates. So it was really special because some of these guys graduated as far back as 2020 and we just haven't had an opportunity to celebrate them because of the pandemic. So, and they displayed a tremendous amount of perseverance um, as did students across the world in graduating in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, And their parents you know, had a lot of patience with the process as we were figuring things out. Um, so it was it was really special that they were able to join remotely, and I really hope that they were able to see uh, how much support and care we have for their players when they're in another country, hundreds of miles away, thousands of miles away in, in Arizona. So it was really special for them to be able to join. It was a great day. Congratulations to you for putting it all together and and being a major part of that. Thanks, Anna. Thank you, Rosie. That's Anna Bolton, who is an assistant in player development with a focus on education. And I know that that today it was a step away from hard baseball stuff, but uh, I think it's part of what makes the development system that has been so productive for Cleveland uh, so successful and uh, more than just what happens on the field. And uh, it was a, a lot of fun getting to see that on Friday morning. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition, episode number 14 in the books. Again, baseball on the radio on Tuesday afternoon. 405 first pitch, Dodgers and Guardians here in Goodyear. Until next time, this is Jim Rosenhouse, as always, thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. 
that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.